Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Pick, your podcast for your games for the Game Pass Collection. Bring you three neat perspectives and varying skill range. I am the Snorosaurus of this episode. Andrew, with me, our Bordosaurus, Keith. Hello. And. <laughs> you didn't was, even wait for Keith. It's taking too long. <laughs> and with us, our Complainosaurus, Liz. You were going to say Impatientosaurus, but then you were impatient with Keith, so you couldn't say it. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of sauruses I could do for you. <laughs> I was I was trying hey to act my sauruses. Uh, and this week we played a listener request. We played Jurassic Park Evolution Two. Uh, so thank you so much to Caden and our New Zealand listener, who is a username is a bunch of different letters. So I can't really say it, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for uh, requesting that we play Jurassic Park Evolutions 2 by Frontier Developments. Jurassic Park Evolutions 2 is a dinosaur park management game. You are taking control of, as you can guess it, Jurassic Park. You are building cages and trying to breed dinosaurs to attract guests and try your best not to get them eaten. But uh, going around, Liz, was this a game or pass for you? This was definitely a game for me. Any property management games that we play, I always hesitate to boot it up. I I find it stressful at the beginning. And then the second I know what I'm doing, I'm just like, give me more. I want to play all of it. And that's exactly what happened. So um, I did enjoy it. Uh, Story-wise, there's definitely some issues. But um, overall, I had a lot of fun. Um, I mean mostly really honestly on genre alone this is going to be just a pass for me i'm new year new me um i'm just going to straight up call it a pass <laughs> none of this this game but not for me whatever no it's just it is a pass i just i don't <laughs> like city sim management style type of games i just i kind of find them a little bit boring um I did think that this had some redeeming elements with some of the first person interactivity and we can talk about that and everything, but just as a whole, I, I didn't, I don't care for these games and I, I got through the campaign really. And that was about as, as far as I played. Honestly, that campaign's a tutorial. You kind of really got through the tutorial. Okay. (laughs) I didn't realize that if they called it a tutorial, I would have played more, but they called it a campaign. So I I played the campaign. I know. That's, That's pretty fair <laughs> we'll get into that uh but for me this is a this is a game i absolutely love this game i actually played the first one i think the first one was games for gold and so i snagged that and i played a bunch of it i beat a bunch of it i, I didn't thousand it but i got pretty dang close and so then when i saw the second one was coming out i was like yes so i have a i have like a soft spot in my heart for these jurassic park base building games because this obviously isn't the first one i remember back in the 360 i think it was called jurassic park genesis i think it was uh i remember i skipped school to play it because <laughs> back in the day i had gamefly remember gamefly oh, before game pass yeah how many times yeah and like it came in the mail today that and then i just kept the same game for like three months straight and i should have just bought it instead <laughs> gamefly was the best <laughs> i know uh, man, uh, I I you you tried as quick as I could to oh, beat a game. Oh, you used the heck out one. of it. No, you you used it for oh, yeah. what it was supposed to be used for. Yeah, so I got that game in the mail like the night before, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm skipping school," <laughs> and I just played Jurassic Park Genesis. But uh, yeah, I find this game. You know, it, it definitely has some of its flaws. But as far as like a management game goes, I don't know what it is, but it does a fantastic job of not having you just sit around 
And I always feel like that's the biggest pitfall with a lot of management games is a lot of times you're sitting and waiting, but I felt like while playing this, I'm always doing something. So no, this is a, this is a game for me. But uh, yeah, getting into it, as I said, the uh, story is, as you can kind of guess, you are building a Jurassic Park. And right off the bat, I'm just going to say the interface looks awful. I, I do, I, what's with the games doing these big old boxes instead of a nice clean main menu? They do like these weird big old boxes. Like, I feel like we get it so many games that kind of do this. And I find the like, main menu kind of confusing. But yeah, Keith, you were talking that there is a bottom left where it's like the bottom left box. It says story campaign. I, I don't know why they call it a campaign. Honestly, it's a tutorial. It's very much like this is how you build a fence. But there were multiple of these campaigns, tutorials. Yeah. And they all gave the same information. And then, you know, you go to like the, the bigger areas and half the stuff wasn't covered. So for me, it's just like if you're going to have a bunch of tutorials, like put more information in them. You only really need one. Yeah. Because technically there is no tutorial. Tutorial, now that I think about it, right? Yeah, but no, all the campaigns at the beginning are the same, or they're, they're samey. And so for me, that's why I just thought it was silly, where it's just like, if you're not going to give me all the information, just like just have one and have more story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's odd. Because then right next to, obviously, the story campaign, the next big old weird box says campaign story, I think it was, which that's when you're actually playing through episodes of each of the Jurassic Park movies, which actually that was kind of cool. But... Yeah, the, the overall story is, if you're playing the actual one with the Jurassic Park, obviously it's kind of what each one is. So the very first one, you're playing Jurassic Park, and you're trying to build Dr. Hammond's Jurassic Park to get it open, and then uh, Jurassic Park 2 Lost World, if I'm remembering the name, is, yeah, you're trying to get the dinosaurs to San Diego. But uh, also, too, I wanted to ask you guys, What's your knowledge of Jurassic Park? Is this another one of those movies, Keith, that you just have never watched? It it really is. Now, I will Really? Say, You've never seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> you at least I, saw the original, right? The original, I, I, I've, again, probably never seen start to finish, but oh I have gosh. seen in total in my many years on, on this planet. Um, I, I definitely know enough of it contextually, culturally, all of that. Beyond the first one, it really gets hazy because I definitely didn't watch any of the new ones. The, some of the new, like newest ones, looked very cool visually, but I'm so far removed from the stories that I couldn't really get myself to get into those. And I heard they also weren't all that good too. So uh. yeah, see the original movie. I mean, this is just my opinion, but I I feel like it's the best. Yeah. And then after that, I feel like most people agree with that. It goes downhill. Like the the newest ones, I feel like are aren't great compared to the first one. Like what is the Dallas Bryce? What's that woman? Yeah. Name? It's Jurassic one, one world is the first one. Oh yeah. I saw one or of the, those. or the first new one. Sorry. Yeah. I think I saw the second and third one, but the one that always stands out was the first one. And I think Andrew, so you, I mean, not to skip you, but you obviously saw a bunch of them. I've seen all of them, uh, which is, which I love. And also, I'm also sad because the latest one, uh, Dominion, Jurassic Dominion, I think it was called. It was awful. Hated that one so much. You know, you can't recreate the magic of the first one. And they keep trying and it just like, it just keeps getting worse because I feel like, especially watching the original Jurassic Park as a kid, I mean, there were a lot of like really tense moments where you're you're scared for people. Yeah. And people like 
get eaten and you're just like holy crap someone just got eaten by a dinosaur yeah and like some of them are pretty gory and i think like they're they're all rated like pg pg 13 like yeah i think there's only i think there's only one that's like rated pg 13 i think they're kind of gory so there's how many of these movies by now six 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 jurassic park movies like this is like if they made rocky movies but rocky just got knocked out in one punch every single movie and then he just kept <laughs> going back and fighting again like Who's he's not a good to fighter these places who like a- a- how many people have to be eaten before you're like do you know what i don't want to bring my children there yeah or just well, like hey technically- maybe let's just stop doing this thing with dinosaurs <laughs> maybe it's not working out so well we're not really all that equipped to handle that the way we thought we were technically only two of the six people are actually building parks I'm just the first and the second one, because uh, the third one is just them going to the island because they're trying to find a lost boy. And then the fourth one, the new... Oh, no, the fourth one is a park one. So Jurassic World is a park one. Well, so I guess three movies. I mean, they should have sent Liam Neeson in the second one then, and that would have been fine. They would have found him in a heartbeat, and, and nobody <laughs> would have gotten in, into dinosaur trouble. It died, so I got a special set of skills. <laughs> I think what the game does bad is that they took an already like bad story from the other Jurassic Parks. The first one isn't a bad story, but then they made it worse. So for me, it's like if you're going to rebuild the Jurassic Park, like in the game, like the the first movie, it already happened. And they're like, let's start and make a park, but we're going to give you the worst fences and we're going to open up the park with a T-Rex there. Or, you know, another games that you can play, I don't know what they're called because obviously like it was not the campaign ones, but it's like I would not build a park in Tornado Valley with with dinosaurs. And for me, like I as a scientist, how could you work at a place that's just like fences aren't the most important thing to research before we open this? And the same with like the first movie, there is the, the sabotage. If you are brilliant enough that you can create dinosaurs and do all this crap, you can figure out who is trying to kill all the people that are visiting and the people that are working there. So this, there's just so many plot holes. I love how much you overthink a movie about a movie where people are cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> You're so like, many unrealistic people that, open or sabotaging gates. <laughs> but there are so many movies that you can get the information from to set up a good story. Like even just like, just like pick, pick a movie and then just make it better. But they're just like, no, we're going to get like all the worst like plot holes. See, I don't care. <laughs> like, for me, this is like, all right. Well, why have the sabotage and then just be like, oh, well, we we need to investigate that. Keep putting, like, carnivorous dinosaurs in there and, you know, we this, won't address it again. Why Why do you watch Jurassic Park? Why do you like the, the movies? I like the first one. Okay, why, why'd you like it? Um... I was a kid. I just watched it and I liked it. I don't. I don't know. They had dinosaurs because you like to see dinosaurs and you like to see people get eaten by dinosaurs. No, I didn't like seeing people get eaten. <sighs> and it was like it was a good story. Like they, they're, they're trying you like to the save the eaten kids. On the toilet? And he was a wasn't he a jerk though? Oh yeah. Usually the people who die are jerks. Yeah. But for me, it just like it was all like the tension and suspension, suspense and stuff. So exactly, and that's why I love it, and that's why I hated the sixth movie. The sixth movie, the bar never felt so low because literally the entire movie is following the entire all star cast, and so it's like, well, all these people are safe. So like, there's times they're running from dinosaurs. It's like, well, you're all safe. Like you're all like stars. No one's dying, and sure enough, they didn't. I want to know in real life if would you go to a dinosaur theme park, and then you can think about this like. 
Yeah. It's like it already people have zoo. already been eating at one and versus not. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you're talking context of the Jurassic Parks in these movies, no, I would not go to that. You don't know if they're good or not. But if it was like real life, yeah, how's it any different from a zoo? Um, because have you seen the enclosures for lions? Like they're not yeah. they're not gonna get you. When's exactly. So if it was real life, you people would actually build real enclosures that would be safe. And he also too like a T Rex can get through pretty much anything. I have questions. I would think it causes a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I'm just, God. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, that Keith. I wish we had video of Keith's like expressions when he say jokes. Don't worry, Keith. I'm gonna have more dinosaur jokes. I just have nothing there. more to say to that. I'm just. I was just gonna leave that at that. What do you call someone who sticks their right hand in a T-Rex's mouth? A lefty. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, yeah, I would go, like, would you not want to see real dinosaurs? Well, for me, like all these, the new movies, the first thing had already happened where the dinosaurs got loose. Yeah. So I'm just saying I would not bring my children. If I, you know, I don't, I'm not adventurous. I wish that I was. I feels like it would be like a fun time to be an adventurous person. I'm not. And <laughs> so like, I wouldn't feel the need to, but I most certainly would not bring my children. And uh, in the movies, they're bringing their kids. Yeah. I mean, no judgment if you would bring your kids to a dinosaur park. I'm just saying like, I'm a worrywart and no, I would not. <laughs> See, uh, that's the other thing too. A lot of these parks are like on an, like a, a closed island in the middle of the ocean. No, I would not spend that much money to go to a park well, like then that. You're I don't even go there. to Disney. That's even worse. You are trapped on that island with the dinosaurs if they get loose. Yeah. Heck no. <laughs> I feel like we put so much into the story that wasn't the, the story isn't really there. Well, the story is Jurassic Park. You're, you're building a Jurassic. I, park. Do you know what it is? Whenever they were talking, which. You know, the guy from the first movie, what's his name? He's like a quirky guy. What's his name from the first movie? He has a voice actor. Oh, um, well, Jeff Goldblum? Yes, yes. Or- I, I like him. It, but uh, whenever they were talking about the movie and Jurassic Park stuff, I really tried hard to pay attention, but it was really difficult. Honest- I kept zoning it out after a while. I kind of wanted to skip things, but you couldn't. The more I hear Jeff Goldblum talk, the more I kind of get annoyed with him. I feel like he constantly keeps saying things that are trying to sound so philosophical. I'm just like, and then there's chaos. I'm just like, okay, this guy's kind of getting annoying. I well, like- there's <laughs> one of the guys who, yeah, tried to sound like Jeff Goldblum. And then there's the guy who tried to sound... No, it is, it is Jeff Goldblum. Oh, it really was? There, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's actually... I think Chris Pratt acting. was the only one that wasn't re- the real actor, right? Yeah. Did, okay, because I was going to say, yeah. there was the, the wannabe Chris Pratt as well. And that was... I actually thought it was Chris Pratt. I thought he was actually pretty decent. I don't know. I, didn't, I thought the, I one didn't of the worst so. voice actress was um, the female in the new one. The Bry- Bryce Dallas Howard? Is yeah, that that's name? it. Something like that. Yeah, Bryce Dallas, I think her name is. Yeah, I thought I, th- I thought that was a voice. Like I thought that was a, another mimic. But apparently, according to IMDb, it's actually her. It's like, oh, thanks. I, <laughs> I mean, Chris Pratt must have been asking too much, I guess. I don't know. Why? I wonder why he wasn't in it. Uh, oh, the other two are pretty like A-list. The the absolute worst one I think is uh, John Hammond, but I think that actor is actually I think the actor who played John Hammond in the first one I think he I think he died. Nuh-uh. look that up. He did not. He was in something recently. I thought. Oh, you're talking about like the oh you're talking about this the uh, actual scientist. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the the main guy. 
I feel so bad. I'm not even saying the names from the the movie. Yep, Rich, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, he died in 2014. He was 90 years old. Thanks. But yeah, the voice actor they got uh, to kind of mimic him is not good. <laughs> but yeah, I did not care for any of the dialogue that was kind of going on. Because like I said, a lot of it's so like trying to be philosophical and stuff like that. And then my other question with the story, it's kind of been the trend with the the last three ones of like what's going on. You know, so, so the fourth one, Jurassic Kingdom, they built a park. Once again, the park falls apart. And then they're like, oh, we're going to let the dinosaurs be free. But then the island's blown up. So they take the dinosaurs off the island. And now the dinosaurs just roam the world. And I like the whole concept is just like, we're going to let the dinosaurs roam free. I don't get that. Like, cause like there's literally footage of like dinosaurs killing people out in the woods. And it's just like, I feel like if this, that was real life, we would just once again, make the dinosaurs extinct. Yeah. Everyone would go out hunting yeah. because they would kill, they would kill somebody that somebody loved and they'd just be like, I, I'm done with these stupid dinosaurs. I exactly. shouldn't be here. Now, anyway. That's a plot hole that I, I can, I can agree with you with. And then just I mean, the, yep. You're going extinct again, baby. Well, for me, it's like you keep the plant eaters. Herbivores, oh yeah, the herbivores but, would yeah, be fine. But I mean, the the carnivorous ones. It's like no, they should not be released in the wild. I personally, if there was one near me, I wouldn't want to live there. I know. I mean, because you property can, values would go down so much. Well, you can think about it, like <laughs> actual like a realistic thing. Whenever there's a shark attack, like there's ends up being like a huge shark hunt that goes on, and they end up like a lot of sharks end up dying whenever someone gets bitten like bitten by a shark. So yeah, if there was dinosaurs that were biting people. Well, I think the big issue is that they're still like making these dinosaurs, because some of like the the small ones, I feel like the lifespans aren't that long, right? So you're talking like thirty years later, and they're still making them. It is kind of weird. So it is. No, no, they they re, they reproduce now. That's why they're still around. They should be stopping that if they, you know what I mean? If they can't figure out what to do with them. Well, you clearly don't know the movies. They they. I don't. I, I've only seen some of them. They clone the dinosaurs with frog DNA, and frogs can change their de- gender. Oh, I do remember that. In yeah. The movie. So they 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 try to make them sterile, but they were able to get just get smarter scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How'd you not think about that? That frogs could do that, scientists. I'm not anti-dinosaur. I'm just <laughs> anti-not planning for dinosaurs. If you're going to create you're a them, dino racist. <laughs> oh, jeez. But for the part that Keith probably hated the most, the gameplay, uh, Keith, what was your favorite and least favorite part of the gameplay? I'm really curious. So I think the best thing that the gameplay offered for me was the interactivity and the aspect that you could like, take over control of your ranger teams and your capture teams and drive around your park. Oh, God, I hated that. I, that was my <laughs> least favorite. I was like, heck no. I'm not saying. They drove like, like, oh, like. Terrible. But like it, but what I liked about it is it was something that shook up the genre for me and and took me out of the needing to just constantly be task managing every single aspect of my park. Was it good? No, but I I just I thought that that was the most interesting part of it for me. Um, and then what I liked the least was really just I mean, not anything specific about Jurassic World in particular, but the genre of like this park management i just don't care for it i don't get excited about it and it just feels like a lot of work at the end of the day and i I, so i have a hard time getting excited about it see i played it wrong and what i mean is for me i thought like the the park rating and maybe i should look more into it 
I mean, I definitely should have. But I thought it was more about like getting more dinosaurs and that would bring people in and get more money. But really like to get to the five star rating the quickest way is to be is to be making sure that the food is selling. You might have to switch it to like a drink service, um, other amenities for the guests and stuff like that. And so for me, it's just like I was playing wrong at the beginning, but I, I did like all of that. I liked um training the scientists and like i like that when they were overworked they'd get tired and have to rest and be like crap that's my best person for this and so for me i i but another thing i didn't like is you can't research what you want early on you have to have like a certain park rating because i'm the type of person like i want the best fence at the beginning because i didn't realize that you could like upgrade them later same with the roads and paths and stuff andrew warned me with the fences though that if you do it all at once like the dinosaurs can get out which was great because yep i learned that the hard way yeah, and I just want I want to point something out. Oh boy, here we go. So and yeah, you know, Andrew was making fun of me because I pause a lot. Whenever you pause I come all the time. These, whenever I play these, I like to for, so for instance, if there's a storm, that is when stuff goes down. You will be playing smooth sailing and all of a sudden you have like 10, 15 dinosaurs in different cages that are all mad at the world, and then um fences break and all this other crap is happening and i pause it and i make sure everything's everything's good and just making fun of me not a single person died when i was playing no guests were eaten if a dinosaur got out i was on that the emergency bunkers were open andrew was letting everybody get eaten he's like he's like bragging about oh you know i don't, I don't really pause but he's getting all these lawsuits from people being eaten so no, I'm just saying there are two ways. You're going to call game, me up. But... All right. This is, this is Liz playing. <laughs> I'm going to build a restaurant. Pause game. Place down the restaurant. Okay. Build a road. Okay. Unpause game. Oh, wait. No, I need to build another road. Pause game. Up oh, here's a one foot road. Unpause I got game. better. No, you were still very but rough. At the same and time, then you're like, why do I have no money? Because the game's constantly paused. You got to let no, the game No, another run. thing. You actually lost multiple missions because you ran out of money. Because I'm playing I on the hardest level. never ran out of money. I never did too. It's just because I'm playing on the hardest level. No, you were saying that earlier when you were playing other. <laughs> don't don't even. You, you were saying that like no, a no, week no. ago. You call me no. Up. no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't fail any missions because of money. I got low sometimes and then borrowed some, but I never ran ran out, and I never got anybody killed in the park. I how many dozens of people did you get eaten in your park? Hundreds, thousands? Oh, probably billions. Okay, <laughs> so many. <laughs> I got everyone in the whole entire world eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> I got rid of goat I'm feeders. Saying, I did guest feeders. I, I had just an literally entire fed week guests. of you making fun of me, and then you told me about like how like everyone keeps getting eaten at your park, and it's like yeah, because I'm ensuring safety. I love to run my park with no fences. I just let things go. It was also an extra charge to get eaten by the dinosaurs. That was a thousand dollar fee to get eaten by a T Rex. It was. I I called it a special ride. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's those one thing that, and, and I guess it's actually pretty realistic when it comes to, um, you know, running a dinosaur park versus running a theme park in these park sim type of games is Liz, you mentioned it. It was like one small bad thing would happen and it would just spiral real quick. And it wasn't always yeah. just the storm. It would just be like one dinosaur gets out and then that's enough to like somehow rile up the other dinosaurs. And then it breaks into a cage where there's dinosaurs that they don't get along with. And then they're all angry. And you're just like, well, all I did was I forgot. I didn't, I didn't refill the goat feeder quick enough. And, 
and now this is happening. All I did was torture the dinosaur. Why is he mad? No, I <laughs> I kept tranquilizing so him. What I, so the, one of the things that really drove me the most nuts was the like satisfaction level of the dinosaurs because I found I just spent a ton of time being like, oh, nope, just needs to be bigger. Oh, now they need more of the ground fiber. So then I do ground fiber, but then it's like, oh, but now there's not enough free space in here because you put too much ground fiber. So then you'd have to build more. And then it just didn't like that there wasn't enough, I don't know, land to ground fiber again. And you just, I, I just was constantly just tweaking the fence lines of my, of my uh, enclosures. And I was just like, this is so annoying. And until it's just one giant thing. Yeah, essentially. I was like, I don't know. I Hopefully I just, I have just Jurassic world now as I guess what it is. And just, you have Jurassic fence. Yeah, just like get along, everybody, and and all that. Because uh, yeah, I tried to get like one. I don't know. They 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 kill my big long neck. Because that's another thing. Well, like, uh, I don't I don't know dinosaurs as much as I thought I knew dinosaurs. I know like ten dinosaurs, and there's like hundreds. I I know the you ones, know the lizard looking one. Well, that one. I, well, yeah. See, I know them from like Land Before Time. You have like long neck yeah. and Bigfoot, and you know sharp tooth. <laughs> That's what I, the dinosaurs that I know. <laughs> I thought those were their actual dinosaur names. It's a scientific I feel like with, <laughs> I feel like with what you're saying, Keith, my biggest annoyance was the Apatosaurus. I don't know if that's how you say it, but yes. that dinosaur was the most finicky and annoying. And I had one that, I got it at the beginning of the game, and he would like starve, even though he was surrounded by like <laughs> acres of what he was eating. And that's when I really went into like the gene modification. I was like, this is annoying. And so after that, it was smooth sailing. But I think that it's really annoying online when you look up cohabitation because when you go to the dinosaurs, it says who they can like share space with, who they dislike. But it's never the, the dinosaurs that you're finding in that like campaign which is really frustrating. And so I would Google it, but the game changed stuff. So now when you like look up like, oh, who can go with this dinosaur? It's old information and it doesn't work anymore and they kill each other. And so for me, it's like, I think the game needs to do a better job of letting you know what animals get along with each other. Like which ones can tolerate? Because the information online is wrong. (laughs) I just shoved. I I didn't care if they said they liked who they liked or didn't this is like if you're an herbivore i shoved them all in a pen and i didn't care because like, like as Keith said you just you know they want ground fiber they want trees maybe so that's just like, why your fences were always broken you're an herbivore you're going in a pen there you guys go I mean, and i just kept them do? all together Eat each other no <laughs> exactly it's like they're just maybe gonna get a little upset there's i know there were some dinosaurs like the triceratops and the cynotops which is kind of like a one-horned triceratops they didn't like each other. Yeah, the Apatosaurus and the Bronchiosaurus, which are both long nets once, they don't like each other. Yeah, but I the, just figured dinosaurs were racist to like their their same kind of like, Well, sometimes because the Brachiosaurus <laughs> likes the one that begins with a C that's also a long neck. And I think yeah. they also get along with the Apatosaurus, but I'm not sure. But the other two I'm definitely sure. Oh. Yeah, but, I just shoved all the herbivores. And then but you can mix a carnivore with an herbivore, the scavengers. Because that's, I do agree, Liz. Like, it specifically says, oh, everyone loves scavengers. So I'm like, cool, scavengers go with the velociraptors. Because it said velociraptors likes the scavengers. Uh, well, apparently they like to hunt the scavengers because they ate them all right away. And I was like, well, that was a waste of <laughs> was money. I was like, thanks for lying to me, game. Well, and no, it didn't. It liked them. It liked to eat them. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I always like to put the scavengers with the apatosaurus because obviously the scavengers can't kill 
a massive dinosaur. And so yeah, they just they chilled together and it was perfectly fine. Well, that's why I also made my fences like the enclosures really big because I figured that a lot of times the dinosaurs don't like the same stuff to eat. So it'd have enough space. That the Apatosaurus had so much flipping space and they still were miserable forever. Like well, that oh I found out my dinosaurs love to eat guests, so I never had issues figuring out what they wanted to eat. <laughs> Isn't that right, Liz? Listen, I heard for a week, a week about how slow I was playing and how I kept pausing. That's that's all I was saying. You you are so slow. <laughs> oh, but Keith, uh, I want to go back to one of your points about uh, you, you're trying to make the dinosaurs happy because I want to call out Liz for another thing that she does in this game. Yeah, you, you, you started this fight, Liz. So I'm going to keep me. calling you out. <laughs> Did you always make sure your dinosaurs were like 100% comfortable? Me? Yeah. Uh, not a hundred percent. No, I mean, I wanted them to at least not like be yelling at me about something. So, like, if yeah. it, if it was like, oh, needs more ground fiber, I'd just start laying down ground fiber, and then I would like adjust to whatever it said. But that was about it. Can yeah. I explain my thought process after I call you out? So, uh, so I always make sure <laughs> you just did. <laughs> well, I'm not done. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way, Keith. I make sure they're eighty percent, and I'm like, cool. You guys can whine and complain. Liz, on the other hand, is like, these guys are captured. I need to make them 100%. No, I sometimes I wouldn't. <laughs> I wanted them to be like 90 and above, but every once in a while, like the Apatosaurus would be a little bit less. But for me, if like one of the dinosaurs dies, because they can die of old age, their comfort goes way down. So no matter what, I wanted to have more space. But also, I, what you just said, I felt bad because these dinosaurs all of a sudden these humans are remaking them and putting them in these confined spaces and they deserve their happiest life because these stupid humans did them dirty i felt you didn't feel bad for them i mean Liz, I'm, honestly you i'm really sorry right now for for new people new people aren't asking to be brought into this world but we're just doing it and then they're just but, stuck with no this. but they're supposed to be roaming though they're not meant to be in enclosures because if you look at the size of a t-rex or an apatosaurus which by the way what you said was funny i get it's a joke in my in my mind it's all a joke Keith. Anyway. um in my mind, I just like they're they're such big dinosaurs in such a tiny space, and I just wanted them to be happy. And same with like I want the guests to be happy and not be eaten. I was thinking about them with the way that I was playing the game, unlike some people. So I think Listen, I'm sorry to spoil it for you, but but it's a video game. They're not real. They they don't I care. I can't change my feelings. <laughs> the only time I felt kind I of bad was um, I I got too. Bronchiosaurus, the big old long neck. One. The long neck. Yeah, one of, yeah, one of the big go. old long necks. Well, I got two of them, and and then I accidentally, I don't know, let the let somebody loose, and it killed only one of them. And then it was just, it was fine on everything, but it was just lonely, and I couldn't find another one, and so it was just lonely. So I just, I just set it free because I had, a, I had a mission to get all of my dinosaurs to eighty or above, and he was not getting eighty. So I said bye, bud, and I dropped him in Why the middle of the woods. Why didn't you make another one? You know, you could sell him. I just dropped him in the middle of the woods. <laughs> he went the way of old Lassie. Yep. That was always hard when they when they would start dying of old age. That's why, like, the first time it happened, I made one. And then, because I always had, like, multiples at the beginning, they all started dying. So whenever, like, so, somebody died, I'd make multiple, just in case. Yeah, that's, that's another one of my little complaint I have. Like, dinosaurs, yes, they, quote-unquote, die of old age. But there's no age for the dinosaurs. And like we were saying in the movies, they, they are able to breed. But they don't breed in the game. All you could do is just 
hatch them in the incubator and then you get them. So it's not like, hey, I could have two T-Rexes and they could have a baby T-Rex or a Wee Rex, if you will. Uh, but yeah, there's there's no baby T-Rexes. There's no old age T-Rexes. They all look the same. So it's all kind of like, which is kind of lame because yeah, all my dinosaurs decide to get together and let's all start dying of old age at the same time. Like they start having like a, a meeting about it and they just all just one after another just keep dying and it's like you stop like it a t-rex with like a little special t-rex walker yep he has <laughs> a little cane and a big old gray beard that's what i want yelling at the little <laughs> dinosaurs to get off his lawn he has to put in his denture denture teeth <laughs> i also thought it was annoying when some of the dinosaurs they would always fight with each other like i, I forget which one it was there was one dinosaur that they always fought with each other it's the same species and then they would kill one of them, and then they'd feel lonely. And it's like, well, stop fighting all the time. <laughs> it, but, like, comfort-wise, it said that they wanted, like, multiple in the enclosure. because yeah, they want to kill like, each other. Yeah. <laughs> like fight clubs. I also, something I brought up to Andrew before when I was playing it, I want more info when I'm playing on guest needs. Every once in a while, it would say, like, oh, they're a little nervous because there's not enough emergency bunkers or, you know, the guests are thirsty. But that only happened, like, a couple times that I can remember, like, two or three. But for me, it just, like, I wasn't sure, like, exactly, like, what the guests wanted. I would know when I looked and see, like, okay, well, I'm negative in the in the burgers or whatever. And then, so I switch <laughs> it to a different restaurant. I'm negative in the burgers. Um, which, oh, wait, no. I was always high in the burgers. Everyone loves a cheap burger. That <laughs> yeah. that's that wasn't the one. That was just an example. Yep. But I wish that there was like um like a tab for, for guest information. There is. Well, I get it with like the adventure and stuff. I'm talking about like specifically guest needs. So I oh. know like there's a percentage of like guests that like nature and adventure and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's one of my complaints. Another complaint about this game. The guests are weird. It, the guests aren't like actual people. Like when you play something like Planet Coaster, Roller Coaster Tycoon, a lot of these park management games, you can usually click on a guest and they'll say their thoughts and things like that. The guests like don't really exist. Like you see people walking around, but they're not like real people. It's kind of hard to explain because like you can drive your car and through them and they just jump out of the way. There's literally like three character models. But yeah, like the guests like because even when you like close the shelters and open it, it's just like weird how the guests work. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's more of a flow than it is actual like people. Like it doesn't matter if you're seeing people walking on a road, that road still may be considered busy and you still have to cater to needs on it. It's weird. I, I don't like how the guests are designed in the in this game. I feel like we're saying a lot of negatives, but I actually really did like the game. So I mean, <laughs> No, I don't think we're saying a lot of negatives. These are just like nitpicky stuff. And then something else that I want to talk about. Did you guys ever like your game get kind of stuck? No. Like you were like click on a building and it wouldn't let you get out of it? No. It happened a couple of times. I had to like exit out of the game and go back in, but I was looking online. How do you break every game? It wasn't, it wasn't like a game breaking bug. It was just very You got to quit the game. That's kind of pretty bad. Yeah, I, I did it. Um, yeah, I guess that's, I guess why that's pretty funny. <laughs> well, the thing is, it got stuck a lot for me, but eventually it would get out, um, which again, it would let me pause though, which is nice, but it wouldn't let me get out of the, the building. But um, I only had to like actually exit out once or twice. But I saw online that people were like, my, my dinosaurs are starving and they're surrounded by food. And it's a and it's a bug and stuff. I didn't have any bugs like that. I just had like it kept getting stuck. And I was just curious if you guys had any bugs. Uh oh, there was one. Um, 
on the Jurassic Park campaign on the second one. So when you're playing Lost World, you're trying to build a park in Jurassic Park San Diego. And there's an amphitheater. I had dinosaurs get stuck in there. Like they would go in there because I put would I put food, but then they wouldn't know how to get out, even though it was perfectly open. So it was like a weird glitchy thing with that where they would literally circle around and then eventually die from starvation. That's like, what that enclosure's for. Yeah, it's it's meant for viewing. So. I just started that one. Yeah. So that was the only thing. I had like some dinosaurs, I, which I just, it was like two or three dinosaurs that just starved. And I'm like, eh, if you're dumb enough, you don't know how to exit this building. <laughs> you could just go. So, Did you do the sandbox? Uh, yeah, I've done, well, the challenges, which are kind of sandboxy, but they just give you more goals. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've done a couple of those. Uh, so this is one thing I love about Jurassic Park. Like It is, to me, this game was a lot of fun. So one of my biggest complaints, like I love obviously management games, real-time strategy games, things I'm really kind of coordinating and organizing. And the thing that's kind of frustrating with some of them, like a bad RTS, you're literally building a base, kill the enemy, next level. We're just deleting your base, do it all over again, but it's a different looking map and you're kind of doing the same thing over again. This game kind of does that as well a little bit, but I didn't care. Like you, there's not a lot of structures you're building. There's not a lot of things you're doing. You're breeding dinosaurs making a park but it was just it was so fun to me like this game is a crazy time killer like i this was a game where it's like oh just let me do this i want to do this i want to do this because like i said there was very few moments i felt like i was just sitting there and waiting like i was always doing something building new a new enclosure you know going and scavenging more dinosaur bones so i can make new dinosaurs breeding new dinosaurs you know trying to build new attractions i always felt like i was doing something so this game like i would look at the clock and it's like Jeez, I just wasted like two hours are already over. I agree. I so, I also like because you're um, bringing up like the expeditions and stuff. I love the fossils. Like I love like when you when you get them, it's always exciting. Cause you're like, oh, am I getting money? Am I getting fossils? It's um, like opening a loot it, box. Yeah, and it really <laughs> was. Now that you mention it, it really was like the same, like the same buildings, the same way that like everything worked. And you're just doing it over and over again with different games and, and yeah. I mean campaigns and stuff. And yeah, I I didn't even really notice it. I found it very addicting. And yeah, you're right. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do like an hour of this and then I'm going to do these chores. And then all of a sudden, all my time was up. Yep. So. Yeah, this game constantly is just like, oh, the next thing. I got to do the next thing. And uh, it's, it was cool playing through the like movie campaign because the technology actually did kind of advance that way. So obviously when you're playing the first Jurassic Park, the only tour bus you can get are their like little crappy Jeeps. So of course you don't want to bring them through like a carnivore's pen because they'll get attacked but as you progress to you know like the fourth movie then you get the gyrospheres and a monorail like you actually the technology actually does kind of change as you're playing through the campaign and which i I thought was kind of a fun touch so i i I liked actually like playing through the movies i didn't get that far i and i put like a ridiculous amount of time i looked up because they do have some stats for like time played uh number of dinosaurs that you released uh, money earned and stuff like that. I put way more time into this game than I thought I did, and I didn't get that far. Yeah, uh, for time to beat, if you're looking to complete the game, uh, time to beat has it listed for 172 hours. If you're looking to be a completionist, uh, <laughs> but for main and side quest, you're looking at 35 and a half hours. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was not going to put Keith. 35 hours into this game. That was going to happen. <laughs> Keith, what did you think of the graphics? I thought they were pretty good. I mean. It, like, as far as the motion goes, yes, when you go into that first-person mode of the vehicles, it's it's janky. It's not great. 
Um, oh yeah, there's a little jank to this game. But at the same time, I thought overall visually it was really cool, and I liked getting up close and personal with the dinosaurs. And it like because you you play like a lot of these sim or these park sim games, you know, roller coasters, and I don't know, you don't really think about how big the roller coaster is that you're you're looking at and i think some a lot of them do first person stuff too but something about going and like getting on ground level with the dinosaur and you're like oh crap that thing is ginormous or would be ginormous or whatever like i thought that was kind of cool visually yeah i thought the dinosaur designs were awesome i loved looking at the dinosaurs our daughter loved looking at the dinosaurs i was gonna say yeah because i i don't usually play games in front of her and she woke up from a nap early and um, I was finishing up what I was doing and she just, and now she was like, I want to see the dinosaurs. Like every day she wants to see the dinosaurs. So um, she, she really liked the visuals. I didn't like the grass. Like when, like the up close of the grass and stuff, there's something about it. Oh, they definitely put all their effort in designing the dinosaurs. Cause like I said, the guests look awful. Uh, the vehicles look pretty good. Like I kind of like the paint jobs, like when they do the classic Jurassic Park colors, but I mean, that's just a color scheme, but yeah, like, the buildings are kind of okay looking, uh, but yeah, terrain's not great looking. It's super geometric. Like you get these weird bumpy hills that just are squared. It's just, it's weird looking. They definitely put all their effort in the dinosaurs, which is great because I loved looking at these dinosaurs. They're super cool looking. I also wanted to know if the scientists were real people, like people that worked on the game because they looked like real people. I don't think so. I don't know. I just love the way, like, I think they did a great job with that then if they're not real people. I, can, I love your praise. It. I can, the scientists had great portraits. I can see what they you're did. saying. <laughs> I, like the, well, I, they were absolutely CGI in terms of their images. They looked like they yeah. were designed off of like real people. I, I, I can, I know what you're saying at least. Yeah. Yeah. Keith gets it. I, I like you write that like in your final review. Great portraits for the scientists. Yeah, they look really good. Five stars. They look jolly. That gave me at least one more bonus. They look jolly. I don't they looked know. happy to be there. Yeah, so they looked jolly. They, they looked like employee photos. Like they were just I know. practically mug shots. But, but I, I, did, I, I did think they looked like, like, oh, those are probably like, I don't know, like almost like they took images of people who helped design the game and then they just put them in, in that way. I like ninety eight percent of people probably do not even recognize the portraits. I didn't even know really. Look, I never looked at the portraits. I, didn't, I never looked at their names or their portraits. Because I looked at their they stats, actually looked it. like real people. Like they did such a good job. I, I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't study notice. them, but but yeah, I, I absolutely. <laughs> I did. I absolutely noticed it. Like so, I, I I'm agreeing with Liz on this one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did you fall in love with one, Liz? I had a favorite scientist, if that's what you mean. He had dreamy she, eyes. She, I, I think I, she was smiling the picture. <laughs> she looked like she liked her job. So happy. So we already yeah. talked about the voice actors. And obviously they're going to have some of the original Jurassic Park uh, music. Right? They did? <laughs> they did. <laughs> I like that you could hear the dinosaurs, like especially when you release them and... And stuff, you could definitely hear them making the sounds and stuff. Which I wonder how accurate can scientists make? Like how? Like obviously, I mean, they can't recreate what dinosaurs exactly sound like. But I wonder how close it is. I bet probably like zero percent. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I think the original T Rex roar I think was based off a turtle, like a, a sound a turtle makes. 
Yeah, it's one of those weird things. From what I, I remember reading, I think they just yeah they like try to like reverse engineer based on how they think it is from the fossil, and then based on that how their body would be designed and like vocal cords and all of that. It's like uh, I mean I don't know maybe I guess some of them they get kind of close by accident, but I think it's a hundred percent speculation and made up basically. Yeah. That's a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I assume that, but I was just, I was just curious if you guys knew. Uh, But yeah, I I think the voice acting is all over the place in this game. That's my biggest complaint, but overall, yeah, there isn't a crazy ton of music. Like you're not hearing a lot when you're playing the game. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're like, obviously the classic Jurassic Park uh, musical kick in. Yeah. The dinosaur sound effects are really good. But besides that, it's it's overall a pretty quiet game. Wind when there's a storm. Yeah, ooh, wind. So this is a hundred percent a game you could not listen to. I mean, I effectively like, did that. I didn't really listen to much of the dialogue. I saw that it was happening, and then uh, probably about halfway through, I just started skipping the cutscenes too because I stopped being interested in whatever they were telling me. I was like, I'm just gonna look in the bottom right corner and look at what my objective is, and I'm gonna do that. That's yeah. the thing that I'm gonna do. <laughs> Their dialogue's always the same of, I want dinosaurs. Oh, the di- careful of the dinosaurs. They're going to get out. Oh, we, we made more dinosaurs. Yeah, good job. Like, it was, it, that's literally the context of 98% of the con- like conversations. So, easily just forgettable. But, uh, yeah, so I, I was editing this podcast playing this game because it's just like, eh, I don't need to listen to this sound. Don't have to worry about that. thing I also, I don't think, I don't overall recommend this game either for Achievement Hunters. I will say, but some of the achievements, though, I do like. Uh, this game does a really good job of doing progress achievements and also kind of fun achievements. I don't know. Did you guys look at the achievements at all? Uh, you showed me some. Like, I didn't do any of the fluff ones, the ones that, you know, like, crash the cars and stuff. Um, I just did the progression ones, which I think were really lame. Like, I look at the amount of time that I put in and my score, and um, I don't like this game for achievements. Uh, Andrew, you had uh, 490 out of 1,120 uh, with 30 achievements. Keith, um, 105 with 10 achievements. And I was 290 with 17 achievements. But yeah, I just didn't really see them popping up. And I don't know. I mean, I could have looked it up, but I like when they just like pop up naturally, you know? Yeah. I mean, this, like I said, this game does some fun achievements. Uh, Like Keith said, you can take control of the helicopter, which you use to tranquilize the dinosaurs if they get out. But yeah, there's like shoot a dinosaur from 100 meters away. Uh, you have another one where you take control of the the vehicle, the Ranger, and you have to get airtime of two or three seconds, which that one I kind of, I didn't cheese, but like I said, the vehicle driving is so wonky in this game. Like my car flipped over randomly and it considered airtime. So I got the achievement and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Just time with so, tires spent not on the ground, I guess is probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I, and I flipped over and I was like, all right, thanks. Yeah, you got to. One of the achievements is destroying your ranger by reckless driving. So just keep crashing into a wall till you blow up. That was a pretty easy one. But yeah, like it's it's a lot of just beating this challenge level, beating that challenge level. So it, it's going to take you a lot of time if you want a thousand this game. So I don't recommend it for achievement hunters, but they're at least still kind of fun. I want to know who got all the uh, the achievements. Like that's a, that's a if, lot of work. It is. I think you talked as I farted. But uh, yeah, let's get to our final thoughts here. So for me, like I said, I, I love Jurassic Park Evolution too. Uh, this is a game that's, it's obviously not going to be for everyone. 
obviously Keith here, but if you like park management games, like I, I will say I'm, I'm much more preferable to a roller coaster theme park management game than a zoo game because the zoo game to me, I feel like you're not doing as much. It's just like, Oh, now I got a lion. Now I got this. Now I got that. And so I was nervous about it with Jurassic park. I was like, ah, this is just gonna be another kind of zoo management game, but there's just something about Jurassic park that just, it hooks me. I, I, I keep playing it. I've spent a ton of hours in this game. I spent a ton of hours on the first one. And like this, like I said, this isn't the first time I've played a Jurassic park game. And, I don't know if it is just because it's dinosaurs and you know, I do, I do love, I'm a sucker for dinosaurs, you know, I'm, I'm a suckasaurus, you know, <laughs> no comment, but, <laughs> but I, I, this game was just like, it is like a little tedious of, you know, you're not doing a whole much differently. The scenarios don't drastically change as much, but I could easily pick this up and just end up burning a lot of hours I would look at the clock and it's just, it's like four hours past. Um, so I had a lot of fun with this game. I'm giving it an 84. I just, I, I wish the driving was slightly better. I wish if I took control of the vehicles, there was more interesting things to do with them. It's, but no, I'd rather just the computer tranquilize the dinosaurs for me. And yeah. Yeah. Um, this is so I, I know I already said I'm not doing this, you know, game, but not for me type of thing. But that's kind of what I am doing. I'm just changing my wording to this because <laughs> the thing is, New Year's, same yo. Really? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> um, just Emperor's New Clothes or something. But I. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the Emperor's New Clothes. Is that a, is that a phrase? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a story. The emperor, he gets new clothes, but they just give him what they tell him is magic invisible clothes or something like that. And he walks around naked and everybody thinks he's a fool. Anyways. I think of Emperor's New Groove. Well, that's what Emperor's New Groove is based on. Um, so anyways, look it up. It's a real thing. But, I never noticed that. I, I know what you're talking about because I've actually heard that story before. Yeah. So, But anyway, Keith, give my review. So... What I'm saying is is that I just purely didn't like Jurassic Park World on the context of, of what it is as a game. I'm not a huge Jurassic Park person, but that had nothing to do with what, what my turn off to the game was. I actually thought it was pretty good in terms of like my opinion of typical park management style games, but I just don't like them. And and I I wasn't really ever excited to play it i i thought it just felt tedious and a chore but because of its genre not because of its specific gameplay i think dinosaurs are cool and i thought it was kind of cool to keep dinosaurs but i also agree with andrew that if i was going to play some sort of a sim management game i would rather be playing uh what's the the hospital one in the university one I can't even think. Two point hospital. Yeah, two or two point campus. Yeah, yeah the two point series. Yeah, I'd rather be playing one of the two point games. I'd rather be playing um, Evil uh, Evil Genius or whatever that one was. Like, I I thought that I just enjoyed them better in how they play, and I think they're more interesting. So, I I would rather play those. I know that, like Andrew said, the overall vehicle controls kind of bad. I think it adds an interesting element to it. And I think that it definitely could improve the overall gameplay if you did, but it didn't, it didn't take anything away from me. I just thought it was a cool aspect. And, and so I appreciated 
some ability to take some that level of control. But all that to say, I, I just don't like these style of games, so it's a pass for me. Um, but I will give it a 78. So would you say this is the lowest? This game is like the lowest of the management games we've played? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I actually, I, and it's weird because I wasn't like unhappy playing this. I just wasn't excited to fire it up. And I, But I can also totally see why it's time sink. And it's just you, you keep playing it and you keep playing it because it's easy to do. Um, but yeah, of the, of the management games we played... I think, yeah, this would probably be one of the lower ones because I do also agree with you. I think that something about the zoo management style of it just is less interesting than, um, you know, like the, the, like I said, the two point series, which is very interactive with your individual guests and customers or students, whatever the, the individuals are that you're interacting with. So I just, I think they're more fun and more interesting. See, I feel like my score is too high. I was going to go into this with a 90, uh, mostly because I found it so addicting. And then where I'm at in the game now, it does get more challenging as well, which is is nice that you can just keep playing and it gets harder than the sandbox mode and stuff. Because like, the level that I'm at right now, it's like, I mean, there's no like flying ones. There's no, I mean, so for me, I, I think that there's like better ahead, but I also listed quite a few complaints about um or uh things that i i didn't care for with the game you like hated this game when we first started every every game um like this i do though that's true i always like get stressed that i'm like i'm gonna mess up and it's all gonna be ruined and because like like you said you can fail missions and stuff and but once i know what i'm doing i absolutely love property management games and it's every single time but looking at metacritic Xbox One, 81 and 7.2, and Series X, 74 and 6.1. And I, do you know what? It's also hard, too, because it's like, am I giving it such a high score because it's been a while since we've played one of these? <laughs> and that's why I just love it so much. Um, that could be it, too. Is it 92 high? No. Because like, <laughs> that score you keep is it. like Evil Genius score. 2 and all those. And I, I remember being addicted to all of them. But I also don't really remember them that well. The only score that's too high is anything above 100 because we do a 100-point scale. <laughs> so, yes, if you do like 102, that is too high. But what if it's, definitely... it's a perfect game and it has... Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> and Jack Black in the same game. And maybe I mean, that would just a cameo by Terry Crews. Like, and all the dog butts. Yeah, like like maybe Terry Crews is like riding a unicorn in the background while Jack Black is having a conversation with Willem Dafoe. I don't. <gasps> and it's a, a new Quantum Break game. <laughs> or it's graveyard. So no, Sean Ashmore needs to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, they're talking about like. Well, I mean, they're not talking about it, but he he said he would do another Quantum Break. Yeah, that was really weird. I saw that was like trending on Twitter the other day. What was that about? Uh, I don't know. Why? Someone, I think someone just originally tweeted at him, saying that they would they would they would love a Quantum Break too, and he was like, "I'm in it." He's like, or he's like, "I would love to do it." And so then it just like started a trend huh. yeah. that people were excited that he wanted to do one. <clears throat> yeah, get Willem <laughs> Dafoe in in that game, Jack Black, Terry Crews. Yeah, good, good stuff. I feel like this podcast couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, so thank you so much to our listeners who recommended we play Jurassic Park. If you have any game recommendations, 
please email us at gamepassgrabbygmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter at GBGBpod. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd also love to hear from you if you guys, you know, what do you guys want from us? Do you wish we had merchandise? Do you wish we had a Patreon? Do we wish, you know, we had more video content? We'd love to hear from you guys. What do you want more from us? Do you want Keith to, you know, talk less? That would also be, you know, a nice, uh, you know, suggestion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could just do uh, property sim management games. Yep. <laughs> do, do you want us to stop doing roguelikes? Because we could do that as well. I'll never stop playing them. <laughs> won't stop me. Keith just quits and makes a roguelike podcast. <laughs> Don't tempt him. Well, they're not coming out with enough on Game Pass. They're not coming out quick enough with them. I'm, I'm, sure, that, I'm sure there's a pun in roguelike and going rogue and you know doing my own thing. I don't know. Make it oh, work. there you go. I'll, just, I'll going call it, rogue from this podcast. Yeah, I'll just call it going rogue. And uh, <laughs> just me covering and people who don't understand the context will not get the name. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yes, please let us know. Uh, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Angie. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. Um, I've been Keith. And I'm going rogue. No, I was I was, I was, was going to try and... I was trying to come up with something about extinct. Ex- going extinct. Extinction. Dinosaurs. What comes after extinct? Why extinct? <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, X, Y, Z. I get it now. Extinct. Y, stinct. What comes after Y, stinct? Z, end. Oh, you're looking these up. I thought you were just coming up with them. (laughs) I just disappointed Liz. Boo. I have have nothing more to say. (laughs) And I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob. Noob is E-W. I'm surprised you didn't pause a bunch in that outro, Liz. I, I just felt like doing a good job today. Gosh. For how much you pause this game. Anyway, we love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.